Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Because I'm fine. Hello, welcome to IntelliCast. Welcome back. I feel like we haven't recorded this summer. Is that true, it, Brian? Uh, it's been few and far between. I mean, we'll record like two in a week and then we won't see, then we won't record for like three weeks. Man, I don't know what happened. We postponed a couple podcasts. We got busy. Summer vacations. Vacations are coming. So, hey, we're really happy you're listening. Um, let's see, what episode is this? This is um, 21. 21. All right. We're in the second half of the year. So we're on pace for 40 for this year. That's pretty good. Um, this episode, as always, brought to you by EMI. And you can follow us on Twitter on, at EMI underscore research or in Telecast One. We would love a voicemail or text at 513-401-5463. Oh, this should be a short one. Just a little news episode, some updates, I guess. Yeah. Let me roll through what I think the current events are. Okay. And you tell me where I mess up. <laughs> All right, I can do that. I can do that. Um, July 21st, we're doing an Insights Association, like a third Thursday event in Cincinnati, in person. It's in the living room in Norwood. I would highly recommend coming. They're always fun. And the living room is a cool event space. We've had Joey Hazelmeyer. No, we have had Joey on, haven't we? Yes, we have. And his father was on as well. Yep. Um, but really cool space in Norwood. It'll be a fun time. We have two speakers, uh, Crystal Kennedy and Hunter Thurman. So if you're in the Cincinnati area, um, July 21st, I will be there. But also that same couple days, July 20th and 21st, we will be at Quirks in New York. And yeah. Who's going well, not, to that? well, not us. Not us personally. <laughs> yeah. EMI is going. That's uh, Gabby and Mary, the dream team. Yep. I hear them doing a lot of planning. But so far, the planning that I hear them do revolves around food. <laughs> you got to get the important stuff out of the way. Right. Which I know Mary, she is a foodie, and she will plan, I'm not even kidding, every meal she has in New York City. It's very important. Or knowing that it's very limited when you're at a conference, right? Um, when you're at a conference, you're in a conference, and you don't have a lot of time to go out and eat dinner. So she is planning her couple of meals, which is very important. That's July 20th, 21st. Hopefully you guys are going to Quirks. Um, that's a fun one. Um, and then I am actually going to be speaking at the MMR, I think it's called the Future of Insight Summit. That's August 10th and 11th in Athens, Georgia. And my, I think my title is How Commoditization of Sample is Jeopardizing the Insights Industry. I think that sounds right. It, or some version yeah. of that. Yeah, so um, we did this webinar last week um, around, by the way, that, that's something we should promote also. We did a diversity and inclusion webinar last week with Angelica Payton, Angelica Jump, oh, her oh, name. Yep, yep. Jelly Jump, <laughs> um, who's amazing on the podcast. 
I mean, on the webinar, it's her first webinar. She was really nervous. So if you listen to her, reach out to her and say hi and tell her she did a great job or, or give her constructive feedback, whatever you want. I think she did awesome. Uh, she's really taken a lot of leadership in that role in the company and in the industry, not just here. Um, but MMR Future Summit, Future of Insight Summit, August 10th and 11th, Athens, Georgia. Highly recommend you guys going to that. It's like a secret, incredible conference. Yeah, um, it's under the radar. It's, it's going to be like vacation spots along the coast. You yeah. know, it's not commercialized yet, and then it will be. Yeah, they, they did it in August in Georgia. Not the ideal time just because they can reserve the space in the business college. Uh, they do have air conditioning, so don't worry. Um, then we're going September 7th through 9th to the North Central Insights Association Conference in Chicago. I'll be there, and someone else will be there with me. I'm not sure who. Um, that'll be a fun one. We're doing a lot of planning around that. It's kind of cool to be part of the planning. Um, a lot of brands are be, going to be speaking. So if you're thinking about going, that's hopefully an incentive. More information will be coming out soon on that. I think we just got the Insights Association link today. So we'll start promoting that. And then one well, last is Insights Marketing Day, October 6th. That's what you and Emma are going to, right? Correct. Yeah. It's going to be a busy couple months. Yeah. And Insights Marketing Day, is that is that um, a little bit of marketing thing or is that a yeah. bit, is it instant? It is. They're the ones kind of hosting it and putting it on, but they have it in partnership with Green Book. Okay, Green so, Book is doing that one. Okay. Yeah, so they've tied it. They've done a couple of them. So it's not just one. They did one during IIEX this year. They have one they just did in Amsterdam during IEX Europe. Yeah. Um, and then they have the follow-up one in the fall. So they're kind of they have it spaced out because it's all they're doing it all over too. So it's almost like East Coast, West Coast Europe, kind of like how Quirks does East Coast, West Coast Europe. All right, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. When you joined marketing research, how long ago was that? Four or five years ago? Five years in October. Okay. The industry was not good at marketing. You probably recognize that when you came to join the company. As yeah. an industry, we're not very modern with our marketing efforts. Now, right. I feel like the industry is really pretty good at it, especially when compared to four and a half years ago. Is How much of that is due, do you think, to Little Bird Marketing versus other? I think Little Bird has had a good portion of that impact as some, and really it's the, keeping up with the Joneses effect. It's you have yeah. one or two that invested it in and then the others go, uh oh, we need to do this. And they're jumping on board. And then you see more and then it's that as well. Yeah, I've seen a lot of new roles. I don't remember t uh, companies having a lot of like marketing and design and people. And there's companies that have a whole team of people um in marketing. So yeah, I've, I've noticed it. So kudos to Priscilla and Little Bird Marketing and really all the companies out there spending a lot of money on it. I think it's lifted us up. I think so too. Even just over the last couple of years with Insights Marketing Day, it was a lot of like individual owners or owners and they have like 10, 12 people and they're coming to learn. It is kind of, that was like 75% of the people there. And then there was a few of us that were in marketing departments. It's closer 50-50 60, 40 marketing department people, and then those like individual owner type ones now. So you've even seen that shift over the last like two years. Yeah. 
Well, I'm excited that you guys get to go. It's October 6th. Only one day, is that right? One day? It is only one day, so. Okay. Easy one to get to, I guess. Yeah, it's a nice little trip up to Chicago. It's not, yeah. that, it's not that bad of a drive as long as there's no detours on 70. On 70, right. so. All right. All right, cool. We have only a couple of news stories to get to, right? Yeah, but before we do, we are recording this after the 4th of July, and yeah. I will ask you, how was your 4th? It was good. we're recording this on July 5th, Monday. And let me tell you, it was kind of hard to get going today. Um, Sometimes those long weekends, especially when, all right, I'm going to do a rant here. I haven't done a rant in a while. Go for it. Um, So last time was July 4th, Independence Day. You know, there are fireworks going on so late. Everybody's dragging in. Couldn't we as a country align on, Hey, let's do the fireworks July 3rd or July 2nd. We had a four-day weekend, this long weekend, and we close it off. We end it with a late-night fireworks show. Everybody's dragging in today. We should have aligned on this and still had our festivals and stuff on July 4th and all the fun parades and stuff. Um, But, man, I heard fireworks so late last night. Didn't get good sleep, and I think that's pretty consistent coming in late dragging today and not didn't have and I really wanted to kind of come in fired up because you know it's been a few days right so, but yeah my fourth was good other than the lack of sleep last night didn't do a ton but it's been so hot here um went to a couple festivals and relaxed a lot and got caught up in a lot of stuff um, how was yours extremely busy that's how i'm going to pose it so as you see me drinking yeah. an energy drink as we record this this is my third one and it's 10 15 this morning oh so boy it, yeah uh, you said it was hard getting going this morning i could barely crawl out of bed i was so tired um yeah. we had some family in town that we haven't seen in a while uh, my aunt and uncle and they brought my they brought their grandkids who are my second cousins and they were both my kids age so it was four active seven, eight-year-olds running oh, around boy. our house. Um, so we hit Kings Island, Soap oh, City. We did two different fireworks displays. Um, there was kids' museums, golfing. Yeah. It, it was a very busy weekend and nonstop going until like yesterday afternoon when they left. And we all kind of crashed in the afternoon. Yeah. And then we watched our fireworks here, which I'm with you. Can we align on, hey, let's not do them on the 4th. If the 4th, everyone, most people go back to work the next day. Like, Well, why don't we take off the 5th? Like, let's take the holiday and you close at noon on the 4th. And do, you I, you want to shift the 24-hour period is what you're saying. Yeah. I like I it. Know. It's kind of like the day after the Super Bowl. That should be a holiday too. Right. I don't know. I'm not anti-American or anything. I get it. But. No. It, my kids were dragging this morning. I mean, we they've stayed up till 11 the last two nights watching fireworks. We went over to my parents' house and down in Liberty Center. They had – or in Liberty Township near Liberty Center. And they had fireworks over there on Sunday. That was nice. You know what? Hey, that gave – you could have Monday. They slept in Monday. Right. But then last night – our town here in Springboro had their fireworks, which lucky enough, we didn't have to drive to. We could literally go to the end of our driveway and watch them. But then my neighbor was putting on a competitive fireworks show with other people in my small subdivision and they were going off for hours. And I don't know about you, but fireworks have been going off in my neighborhood 
for the last yeah. five days. Yeah. We got to stop this. And that, it's for sleep. It's for dogs. It's for other animals. And I'm not, you know, I'm not a huge PETA person, but this has to disrupt nature. I'm surprised there's not more protests around the fireworks, but, you know, that's just me. I'm just glad with, since we haven't had a whole lot of rain here, that nothing caught on fire with all these fireworks. That's just me. Yeah, everything's very dry. I know, I think it's California because of their drought. They weren't allowed to do fireworks because of the risk of setting stuff on fire. And they were doing like drone laser shows. Yeah. I think. Kings Island did that as well on Sunday. They had their fireworks Sunday and they incorporated like drone laser light shows as well. Huh, that's good. It's an interesting twist. Yeah. Yeah. As much I think eventually we'll get there maybe with drone shows. Yeah. Well, you're never gonna know. We were setting off smoke bombs and stuff like that and getting my kids to be little pyros really early. Yeah. I mean, that's not, that's what you do with the little kids. Yeah, especially the Fourth of July, you gotta get them, gotta get them interested in fire now. Right. Well, cool. Well, so, yeah. welcome back, everybody. We'd love to hear your Fourth of July fun. If you agree with my rant or disagree, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, let us know if you're still hearing fireworks after you yeah. listen to this. I am fine with them a couple of days prior to, and maybe two days after. But if it gets to be July 11th and I'm still hearing fireworks, I'm about done. I'm t- I, there should be a three-hour period and a three-hour period only where fireworks go off, in my opinion. I'm fine with a little bit before, a little bit after, but I don't want them two weeks at a week after yeah. that point. It's a it should be a four-day period before, a four-day period after. After yeah. that, I don't want to hear them anymore. Yeah, tonight's leftover night, so yeah. It's a, it's hey, I forgot. Awesome. To, I found a box I didn't. I was looking for and I couldn't find. Right. All right, you want to jump into some news? Yes. All right. As you said, this is a this is a very brief news episode, but two really big stories. Um, so first off, Engine has rebranded as Big Village in the U.S., Europe, and Australia under its new name. Uh, big Village operates as a global advertising technology and data company that unites its full range of services including ad tech, media insights, and creative experts together under one roof to effectively solve some of the industry's biggest challenges and advance advertising and marketing forward. That last sentence came directly from their press release. Um, oh, boy. When you're reading what they, what they plan on, what they do, to me, like, Engine is the perfect name for what they already do. Engine's a great name. Driving forward. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What a great name for a market research company. I have no idea why they did this. I don't understand it, to be honest with you. Again, we, we praised marketing in the earlier in the Kidding. podcast. I think we overthink this. I just don't understand Big Village. It, I, I, I don't get it. Like, isn't a big village like a town? I From this, I kind of understand where they're going towards with this. Like, hey, at Village, you'll have a lot of stuff. You'll have banking. You'll have groceries. You'll have like your handyman's. Think of any services you might have in a village. Well, with this, they're going to be able to pull all of that from marketing, advertising, and insights. They have all of that in one. You're kind of one-stop shop. That's yeah. what I think they're trying to get to, but it's all spelled correctly. I can. I'll give That's you that. Good. Yes, spelled correctly. 
but it just doesn't make sense to me why you would engine i think was a great name like i said and i don't know that, that's i don't know what else to say they you know engine is a client of ours and continues to be a client so we have you know i appreciate them and i know that the people that we work with aren't determining the name of the company it's nothing personal it's just you know hey if someone from big village wants to come on defend it let's let's talk about it i want to hear how this happens i know i've challenged other people before we can go through the list of brand names i'd love to have somebody on and like go through how this happens yeah but so you know, that's me. a previous life we tried to do part of renaming and stuff like that i was on that team you couldn't pay me enough to do that again it is awful that process it takes specialists to do because you're having to check a whole bunch of stuff you can't get people to agree there has to be some sort of vision behind it again having everybody agree on that it it is you have to get the trademark and you have to get the global trademark get the website yeah it hurting cats is an understatement for that well i'm you know usually when this happens with a kind of a rebranding and name change, there's a increased energy and probably a lot of other cool stuff that's happening in engine. So that that's a lot of cool stuff is probably happening there, happening there right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy for them. And from that respect that they get a cool new flashy website and, you know, all of everybody's new business cards and new colors and new stuff to talk about. That's always a good thing. The energy around a rebrand is cool. Just not a big fan of the name, that's all. Yeah. Should we move on to our next one? And this yep. one I was interesting because it dropped Friday afternoon on a, July 1st. I mean, way to bury the lead a little bit for this one. I know. I don't know why they did it. I, I, can't, I thought it was funny. I mean, we're going to try to slip this in, and it is Nielsen IQ and GFK have announced that they are merging – um, the agreement will combine the two firms with Advent International, Nielsen IQ's owner, being the majority shareholder of the new combined firm. Um, yeah, this is a big one. And I do not know why you release it on a Friday of a holiday weekend, a Friday afternoon. This is a big deal. You would think <laughs> you want people talking about it. Um, so this is Nielsen split into two companies i don't know how long has that been two years ago maybe about that yeah this is the connect part of it um which they rebranded as nielsen iq when they were acquired by um what's the name of the company that's acquiring them both advent advent is the nielsen iq owner they're going to be the majority shareholder okay um i mean gfk is a and these two are big companies and so it makes sense for them to uh, combine. And they talk about how it makes geographical sense and vertically it makes sense mm-hmm. with all the products that they offer. Um, $2.7 billion is how much they acquired Nielsen IQ for. Um, so this is a huge deal. And I think they might, we might see another rebrand with, I don't know what they'll do with the Nielsen IQ brand and the GFK brand. Those are the Nielsen and GFK are two of the names that have the highest, I don't know what you call it, Q rating or brand awareness in the entire industry. Nelson is an iconic brand. GFK has been around forever. And, you know, they've always been one of the top five, six market research firms in the world. And it'll be interesting to see what they do here from just talking about the name and how they merge those companies. 
I am wondering if this is a alphabet play. And by that, I mean like how you have Google and then they have their parent company as alphabet. Yeah. That you just make that umbrella company above that no one really worries about, or not many people know the name can name, have that name recognition and keep the two brand names because they're so high. Yeah. They say, um, first of all, the deal values GFK at around 2.5 billion. It's amazing how many billion dollar companies are on this industry, um, including their debt. It's expected to close later this year. And, and until then, Nielsen IQ and GFK will remain independent companies. Um, there'll probably be some issues getting that approved globally. Probably not big issues. Um, but I, I, I think they're gonna merge them. There's too much overlap. And I don't know what they're going to do with those brand names, though. That's just that's what I'm saying. I think you merge the operations, but I think the brands themselves stick around. Yeah, I kind of hope so. Um, but, you know, we've talked about this before. Now's the time. There's a lot of opportunity out there. And we had Steve Schlesinger on talking about it. There's a lot of opportunities out there. And if you can't hire a lot of people, you just buy a lot of people. And that's just what happened, maybe, is, you know, a $2.5 billion company merged with a $2.7 billion company and maybe one plus one equals three in this case. And maybe, yeah. So, I mean, congratulations. Nielsen has a big presence in um, Cincinnati um, in the U S and so is GFK. So, I mean, looking forward to see what happens here. That's big news. And I can't believe it came out on a Friday afternoon. Right. I mean, I was at, I had mentioned I went to Kings Island on Friday and got home from riding roller coasters and doing the water park, checked my phone for the first time in like six hours and saw that one. What the, yeah. and then send it to you and Jason and said, some nice news to drop on a holiday weekend. They should have dropped it this morning on Tuesday morning after the holiday. Um, could have put some, got a lot of discussion going on and yeah, they just kind of buried it, which maybe that was intentional. I don't know. I'm wondering if they were trying to get something to do. It hit that day to get a little, cause it, Nielsen IQ is not privately owned, right? One of them isn't. Right. Or is it? So maybe it was that Friday stock market bump they wanted to hit. Yeah. Before the holiday weekend. So you see that bump in trading Friday morning. Right. Or Friday during the day before the market closed for the holiday. And then you have those after hours tradings. Who yeah. knows? I, I'm not a stockbroker. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand this world at all. I just think it's interesting from a just a you know how these companies operate perspective, how they're going to merge them. Um, there's going to be so much overlap between them. It's fascinating to me how they're going to do that. Um, it's probably scary for a lot of people too. So yeah, hang in there. Is that all the news? That's it. That is all of our news. Well, cool. Hey, um, thanks for listening. If you have a topic. If you have, want to be a guest, know of a guest on the show, please let us know. And if you haven't watched our webinar last week around diversity with Angelica, you can download that now from our website. And I think it's interesting. We attack diversity and inclusion from a little different standpoint. We really went at the, the um, U.S. census pretty hard, which is kind of scary. Um, I feel like we're poking power. the bear a little bit. Poke the bear a little on the U.S. census. Um Love to get feedback on that as well. And we talked a lot about um, inclusion of those with disabilities and other areas with inclusion. I got to combine my um, public official 
um, roll along with this roll a little bit. That was kind of fun for me. And um, yeah, love feedback. And thanks for listening and have a good week, everybody. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.